You are tuning into an EVO Podcast. What's up? This is EVO Podcast. This is your host, AC Slater, and we are here with a movie review. I just messed that up. Okay. Actually, no. We're here with a show review. Um, It's called TBH, and it don't mean to be honest. It means Teenage Bounty Hunters, and it's a female. It's like it's like a woman. You know, two two ladies, two la- leading ladies, and I think like a code stars black dude. And I'm not gonna lie, guys. I I I am I'm, I'm doing this thing where after every episode, I'm going to give you guys a review. So this episode is going to literally be broken down into how many episodes that I have of um. I mean, well, not that I have that they have pretty much. Okay, sorry. Um, I was really thinking about just trying to keep everything that I just saw. From this show on my mind. And like I said, like I'm gonna break it down right when we come from our break. I'm gonna hit that episode one and I already have a question. And I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all what I've been thinking because like I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? So y'all already know. Like I'm gonna run the new, the new, the new zinger I have for movie and show reviews. You guys tell me how you like it, and we're gonna get that started up next. But thanks, and I appreciate you guys listening to this review. Let's get it popping. So let's kick this off. Pretty much, um, when, we, when I first watched the episode, I didn't know what to expect of uh, Teenage Bounty Hunters. And I kind of expected another, it's kind of like another show, like, you know, you have uh, The Order and stuff like that or something. Because what I seen was somebody get hit with a gun in the preview. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, what's going on here? And I saw uh, the dude they had in there, I was like, okay, this is probably one of those funny type shows. It might be, you know, maybe fun to watch. So my initial my initial thoughts of this um, is that, and I'm gonna try to keep these things to like under like five, six, seven minutes of the episode, just so that I can fit all of the the um, the episode reviews in all of this. You know, this one uh, hour or so that we're gonna make this this podcast be. I'm gonna let y'all know. But with that being said, let's start it out. So like I said, so we have Sterling and we have Blair, okay? My favorite is Blair, the uh, the um, the other one, you know? Uh, even though, you know, both of them have weird quirks. Like, for example, Blair is very fast and you can tell she's the one that hatches the plants. But Sterling, the blonde, is very smart and she's like very knowledgeable of guns and a super good shot and stuff, you know? And they have this weird thing where they do where they look at each other for one second and they already had a full conversation and that's like that twin telepathy thing they got going on. They already know what each other are thinking and stuff. So, like, they're fraternal twins, you know? And uh, what really happened in the beginning of the show was that um, pretty much it came... I mean, it showed up because uh, people were basically um, considering is this show, you know, good enough to, you know, to watch with, you know, with kids or stuff like that. And what I seen, I'm not going to lie, guys, I seen what y'all seen. And basically, I... <laughs> It's kind of weird how we watch shows that's about teenagers and then they have sex and we watch it. That shit's kind of weird. 
that is kind of weird. You know, like, when you have this show and you say these guys are 16 in age, but they have a whole sex scene that you think is supposed to be hot or some shit, or not supposed to be hot, why why include that in somebody's age who is said to be a 16-year-old character? Like, I don't understand why they do that at all. You know, that's, 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 man, <laughs> like I said, so it, it, it's, it's something, y'all. But anyways, they, look, guys, they made the show in Atlanta, A-T-L-A-N-T-A, Y'all know, representing Atlanta. It made, they made it in Atlanta, so I'm proud. But like I said, the Fraternal Twins basically uh, got pulled into this world, you know what I'm saying, of, of, of uh, hunting people down and being slick detectives because they was basically uh, coming back from something and they, they, damn, they damn crashed, you know, um, into a, a bell jumper pretty much. And, you know, first basically Blair gets out like, I'm about to go check this dude. She's like, hey, asshole. And I was like, damn. You know, that's fucked up. You know you caused the crash in a way because you wasn't looking and you gonna get out and call him an asshole. That shows you about people right there. Like, people don't literally know it's their fault and get out and like, it's your fault. I made the mistake. <laughs> How the fuck that works? But uh, basically, um, this dude is funny as hell. Like, you know, he gets out and they had this whole fucking scene where this dude is running from them and stuff and he like jumps over the car and jumps inside. I was like, yo, that is crazy. And you saw you saw some of their skills right there because um, Sterling is a super good shot, super good shot, you know. And I was like, dang, okay, dude, you know, like she's not a regular, you know, person. And one thing I noticed about this show is they are very racist on this show. Just what you know. Now, when I always say very racist, like the the subtle racism is very big in the show, and they even mentioned that you know where they are in the show is racist. So they can't really be in Atlanta like that because a lot of places places are in Atlanta aren't really. Racist, you know what I'm saying? It's Georgia that's racist, per se. You know what I'm saying? Like, South Georgia, you know, different areas. Georgia, but not necessarily Atlanta. But, like I said, you know, um, and they meet they meet uh, a fellow bounty hunter. When I want to say a fellow bounty hunter, a real bounty hunter, because they're not bounty hunters at all. They're kids. <laughs> they're children, basically, still. Um, but this dude, uh, his, his name is Bowser. I'm like, Bowser, you had to be named that from the actual Bowser. That's interesting. But... He comes and he mistook them as uh, fellow bounty hunters and stuff, you know. And basically, you know, they were haggling for the price. Like, hey, you know, we, you know, we help get this dude with you. You know, this is a $5,000 reward. We want, we first, you know, he's going to give him 20% of it or like 1000 or something. You know, then they want to go on for half. So they wound up getting 2500 for just catching the dude or helping to assist to catch a person that they hit initially and stuff. So they was like, dang, we got to fix this. We got to fix this car because they, 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 uh, they hit the dad's car. They weren't even supposed to be in it. I mean, not they hit the car, but they, they uh, wrecked it, you know, and wasn't ever really supposed to be in it. But in the same episode, they found out that, you know what I'm saying, the car was wrecked and they got in trouble. And you saw their parents are really, you know, really Christian type family. Those like, those, those, those are super Christians. What we see in this show, we see super Christians, okay? Super Christians, all right? And they almost look cultish. You know, that's how, and I don't know if they're made look like that on purpose or what, but it's, like, literally, I was literally watching them with Black Cocaine, and he was like, yo, if, you know, if I just was in that world, I feel like that would be weird to me. And I was like, yeah, bro, this, it's, it does sound weird. And I ain't gonna say nothing else on that subject, but it's like, what they have on that show and what they're trying to portray comes off as weird, and I'm not the only one that sees it. But, um, basically, you know, um, they're trying to get some more money, so they start, you know, they interact with Bowser more to see if it's somebody else. And they found out somebody that they go to school with is actually is wanted, you know, and it's like, uh, that, you know, it's, it's free to bounty hunter. And the girl 
was one of the sisters actually had sex the night that, you know, they hit the car. Um, and it was found out by pretty much the school, I wouldn't say the school bully or the class bully, but she like the class rich girl bully, you know, and she's basically telling her, hey, you know, I'm going to tell everybody and stuff like that. So stay away from me and my family. And besides that, I know you're trying to be leader of this class, but how you going to do that? And you ain't, if you a slut, basically that's what she's telling her, you know, just paraphrasing when not. <laughs> and so you can tell they have school problems and school issues because the girl is in love with like her boyfriend. Like Sterling is in love with her boyfriend, but you can tell Blair ain't really like, you know, Blair like, you know, like she having fun, you know, but Sterling, like she's the type to fall in love, love. And just want to do that forever. And that's because that was her, her boyfriend that, you know, I guess he had her virginity. He did, uh, she had his, you know, and that's what it was, you know. So this girl is holding that hostage right now, this information, because she doesn't want, you know, this girl to be to one up her and, you know, threatening to tell everybody in school. And obviously, if they tell everybody in school, they're probably going to get kicked out. So, you know, they got like high school Christian drama. On top of funny bounty hunter issues. And I guess that's how they mixed it together. And pretty much it went to the end. The ending scene of this episode. Which was really got me like what the fuck. And I'm going to tell y'all what my theories is after this. Because I didn't see it too much. But. Um, <clears throat> since the father and the mother of the, our twins. Made them get a job. They just basically went to Bowser. Who has his shop inside of a, uh, a ice cream shop. Because he fat. <laughs> And uh, it's his side job and stuff. And when he ain't, and when he can't fucking catch capture somebody because he's too fucking fat, you know, and old to do it. <laughs> um, they basically, you know, have got a job there, cover hour wise. And um, what we saw at the end was, you know, like them come to an agreement that they're going to work together. We need each other to work together. We need each other to to do this uh, this operation, you know, and. While it was going out and they had customers, what we seen on the wall as it zoomed in was a picture that seemed, like you said, $90,000 for their mother. I said, wait a minute. It's like, as soon as it kept zooming, I was like, damn, this motherfucker looks so familiar. I said, who the fuck? What? What the fuck? And then they cut off. I was like, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that their mom on the, like, that's on his wall? Like, that he didn't even notice? You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's how you know he a bad bounty hunter. The mom was right there, and you didn't even notice. I'm going to tell you something. I don't give a damn. I, I would have told that in the look. As soon as I seen her, and that shit would have recalled in my mind, you getting arrested right then there. Forget your daughters. We can be partners still, and you can get your mama a lawyer. But I'm going to make the 90000 real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to make the 90000 with Y'all ain't bringing me her. She just happened to come in here. This is my 90000 for your mama. You feel me? Like, it would have been over with. Like, I'm sorry, y'all. We just met. Like, we can't have that much. <laughs> we can't have that much loyalty and favor to each other just yet. You know, we just met each other, and your mama's worth $9,000. I'm sorry. Like, we just been making $5,000, $2,000, $3,000 money. Like, that's 90 Shit. Would you have to have $2, $3, or 90 All right. So, <laughs> but I'm going to go watch this episode two, and I'm coming right back with another review of episode two. Let's get it. Wait. Before I come out with my episode two review, um, I want to say that my theory so far from uh, what I see and what's going to be um, in with the um, the season is that there is some big conspiracy going on, maybe a murder or something, and maybe it's something that's really, really big. And these girls have literally stumbled into something big because uh, how I know it is because the character that they uh, wind up um, getting a second, 
um, one one of the dads or something like that that they caught at the lake and everything. He was like, y'all really don't know what y'all doing or y'all 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 did or something that like, y'all gonna pay for this anyway. And then when you go to the cut scene where you see the character, I mean the lady that's like their mother on the wall. And if it's not the mother on the wall, y'all let me know. Maybe I maybe it's not her. But I'll come back in uh, episode two review and tell you if it, for sure if it is or if it's not. But I believe she's maybe the ringleader or maybe the co-ringleader. Maybe the dad cool acting ass is maybe like the leader and something's going on. Or maybe it's cult. It's for real. I don't know, y'all. Let's find out, though. Episode two kicks off with some weird shit, you guys. I'm not gonna lie. Some weird shit. All right. Um, now, what you might be like, what you talking about was weird. So, the preacher... You know, um, and this was the notable, this was really notable, but the preacher was literally highlighting, you know, and like letting them know, you know, telling them, yo, go have sex. You know what I'm saying? Like he was literally like letting them know, you know, hey, you know, I'm married and stuff. I like sex. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, you know, and I'm not a lot from when I was a Christian. I don't think preachers just literally just sit there and just go talk about stuff like that. You know what I mean? And that's, that's definitely unorthodox in nature. Because we're, again, we're starting to see, we're starting to see these people's um, personality and stuff unravel. We're starting to see that these guys are, uh, hmm, hmm. I don't, you know, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait to finish that sentence and everything, but, um, <clears throat> like I said, let's talk about the episode, though, you know, so from the beginning, you know, we saw them getting deeper into the business of it, you know, um, learning some things uh, and trying to be mentored in the ways of what they should do, you know. And he was really trying to tell them, hey, you know, this is, we're not cops, man. We can get arrested, you know. Um, <clears throat> and also, there's a way you do things. We don't just go gung-ho into situations and stuff because we're not, you know, like I said, like this is not TV. This is real life and stuff, and y'all are kids. See, the problem is those kids are dressing so much like adults that they think they are. You get what I'm saying? So they're out here tackling grown-ass men and shit. And dude, what makes this show funny is not that I'm belittling, I'm not belittling any woman out here. Y'all could do shit like that, too. But if you look at this show, you see how skinny these women is. I guarantee you, I don't give a fuck if I ran and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, a target for them. I guarantee you they wouldn't be able to catch me. First of all, they wouldn't be fast enough to catch me, for one. Two, if they try to restrain me, I don't care if they hit me with something or something like that. Man, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to hit that bitch off. You feel me? Like... They ain't stopping me. So the fact that you got these two skinny ass uh, women on this show acting like they got damn, you know, and that's why the, I, I see why Sterling uses the gun, you know, because, you know, niggas ain't finna stop for y'all pint-sized little women that's 16. Y'all are kids. Y'all are fucking mystery gang. You know, like, what the fuck? So you have to make it make sense somehow, you know. <laughs> but either way, so, uh, <clears throat> you know, um, the bail bond lady revealed that her and Bowser used to date until he married her sister, you know. And this is funny to me because I'm just like, oh, shit. You know, like, this one of those situations where, when, you know, little dude, dude is messing with him, the girl and the sister. Dang. Y'all see how they just got over that drama like that? Like, dang. <laughs> so, apparently, but she still likes him, and that's actually cool. I like that. I like the fact that they didn't just completely just say, oh, screw you, and never talk to me again type thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. She said they were just like, you know, sex buddies until he started getting serious with that's weird though. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. <clears throat> now, it was funny. We got a, a an appearance from Method Man. Method Man's in the show and he's the guy 
that is going hard on TV and he has a hell of a lot of subscribers and stuff um, on his um, his bounty hunter show, you know, and apparently Bowser doesn't like him. This is this is really crazy, you know. But like I said, like it's just a little side. They're trying to they're trying to put a little side story in it for us and stuff, you know, you know, some some quick quirks about him because you know we don't really care about Bowser's life too much on the show. Like not that we don't care about his life, but like his life isn't what would have been interesting to us. Like he doesn't have any. Then you know what I'm saying? He don't really have shit going on. Like, this is really what it is. And see, um, <clears throat> what well, at school, basically, <clears throat> the girl that I think her name was Anne or something like that, I forgot what her name was, but the, the rich girl is about to black her, uh, blackmail her to try to get her to step down. And throughout the show, we see that she actually overcomes that by starting plenty rumors in the school and then even coming forward at the end of the episode to say, hey, hey guys, this is my. You know, this is mine for real, you know, because, you know, she's a good person. She didn't want to see her get, you know, um, ripped off or something she didn't do, you know. But at the end of the day, she realized that Christians are very judgmental. Christians are supposed to be the most forgiving people, but they're the most judgmental people you'll know. And I guarantee you they are. And I guarantee you they are. And, well, hell, you know, and I, I want to say, like, out of every racial group, but she it. Huh. Huh. Boy. Huh. Let's just say, oh, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. And she realized that. She realized that. And she's like, yo, this is what you wanted, right? You wanted me to start now? You want this, right? Go, here you go. There you go. So, um, <clears throat> and they were after this, this kind of, um, this Asian guy. And he was a money dude. Didn't have uh, too many associations, but he did do, you know, he didn't, he wasn't taking care of mom, you know, even what you saw was that the mom still tried to take care of him, even though he wasn't even giving her money and stuff, you know what I'm saying, he, he barely came through, you know what I'm saying, all type of shit, and I was like, damn, well, we know what type of person he is, that's why he's running, you know what I'm saying, and we also saw that, um, that Blair broke up with her, with her boyfriend, and they realized that they weren't in love. And she, and I, it's crazy. Like, and, you know, and again, y'all, this is a fucking show about 16-year-olds. I don't like the fact that they didn't make these kids in, in college. Because if you're going to talk about sex, y'all can at least make them in college talking about sex and acting like they were Christian, like Christians, uh, college kids or something. You know what I'm saying? And it's at least we, at least they were over 18. You know what I'm saying? But like, man, they, all this talk of horniness from a 16-year-old ain't cool to me. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like it's it's really really weird, you know what I'm saying? Like we, like as you get older, it's probably cool for 16 year olds watching this shit, 17 year olds, you know what I'm saying? But see, when 13 year olds watch this, this this type of show is only designed, you know what I'm saying, to 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 to, to, to get them to act a certain way, to put things in their mind, you know? I you know so, <clears throat> and see, cause here's here's the thing. Everybody 13 and 14 going to be looking at them talking about sex and stuff and horniness and this and that and shit. And, you know, as the episodes get go further and further, I probably believe they're going to delve into it more and more because I believe some crazy shit going on with these, these members. Like that cult thing that was going on with that Smallville chick. You know what I'm saying? I believe, you know, that cult sex thing, that scandal, y'all, I believe there's something going on like that maybe, in, you know, in the community because they saw, like, the pastor buying cigarettes and stuff and it's something that apparently he doesn't do. Or, you know, speak against, or maybe Christians speak against or something, like, you know, buying that sort of thing, but you over there smoking, and we saw you, and you look like a dude from the neighborhood that sells drugs on the low. Like, that's what he looked like on the show, and I was just like, damn, bro, that's the, that's the, that's the preacher, bro? 
I don't know. So, <clears throat> like I said, man, this this one got really interesting, you know. This one got really interesting, and it's making me get a a broader aspect of how this show is gonna be. I'm I'm definitely not this. I'm definitely displeased with the the age of these women and the topics that are talked about. And it's because, like, when you like I said, if this is a PG thirteen, you're saying that thirteen year olds and potentially twelve, but thirteen, twelve, fourteen. 15, you know what I'm saying, 16, 17 can't watch this show while they're talking about sex and while they're doing sex, while they're, you know what I'm saying? And say if, say if it's not a PG-13, say if it's uh, 17, you know what I'm saying? If it's 17, shit, you got 16 that's going to watch it because the girls are not 17. <laughs> the girls are 16 in the show. So it's about what it's about their portrayal. Now we already know as a, as a, as a youth society, a lot of us lost our virginity as when we were young and teens and stuff. But it is not okay to pass that off in TV like it, it was fine to do. Because you know we weren't supposed to be doing it back then. A lot of us have kids because of situations like that back then or something. You know what I'm saying? So, But it's not, you know, as a parent or even as just somebody who, you know, um, you wouldn't want sex sold off to your kids more than they're, they're even ready to learn. You know, uh, not even learn, but they're even ready to, to, to do. Because that's that pedophilia shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Trying to lower the age of... When it's cool to talk about sex and do it and shit. Like, that's some fucking bullshit. And I ain't, I don't support that. We don't support that around here. I'm sorry, y'all. We don't support that around her. We don't support that around her. Girl, I'm telling you. So, <clears throat> like I said, y'all. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I'm definitely displeased with these, these people's ages. So, that's one of the biggest, biggest things that I just uh, consider that's negative about the show. You know, but other than that, you know. And definitely, it's de- you know, I feel like this show should have been done by... People that were more on the thicker side, you know, of stuff because, you know, it's a physical job that they chose to do. And even though they use guns and items and whatnot and shit like that, yo, yeah, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. I can't, come on, y'all. You ain't catching nobody like that. ain't <sighs> plot, bro. Anyways, uh, my theories so far, uh, like I said, I think I, I, I said my theories already while this was going. You know, I just feel like it's going to be, you know, cult sexist or something like that. I don't know. You know, I said it uh, throughout this episode. I ain't going to uh, add one to the end of it. But, like I said, I'll be right back for episode three. Okay, we're back for episode three of Teenage Bounty Hunter Review. Now, <clears throat> the episode opened with apparently a case about someone going around and cutting off the heads of Confederate statues. Okay, now we all know this is Georgia. That happens. Or say that happens, but... uh that has been happening, actually. You know, people were not necessarily that they couldn't head off, but they were to actually tearing them down. You know, but um, somebody was doing that, and we had we seen on this case since Blair broke up with her boyfriend last episode. She was in the you know, in the uh, the market for a new person. You know, and it wound up being a black dude who she actually dissed like hell in like in the first few episodes, first two episodes. And, like, she, like, like, I'm talking about dude was on super simp status at first, though. Like, I'm talking about, like, she finessed him to get past. He almost lost his job for her. And then uh, the second time, she she basically finessed him with a with a date she wasn't even going to get with him and the text messages and didn't even respond to him. And then when she went out on a date with him and stuff like that, she didn't, you know what I'm saying? At first, she didn't even really, you know what I mean, want to look forward to it and stuff like that. She didn't really like him like that till he turned his swag on a soldier boy. And, you know what I'm saying, came out of the school and had him like, oh, you different. 
you different, different. Look, look, look. She look, she new to that new thing. That's kind of what it be like. I'm not gonna lie. When you date like white girl who ain't really used to a nigga, you come around with your your, your, your nigga swag. <laughs> ah, hey, hey, y'all, hey, you laugh, but it's some real shit. Like only niggas have a certain type of swag, especially if you are. Especially look, think about how she was, bro. She was a type of person where she was in this society where they wore all type of Christian restrictive clothes and stuff like that. So this dude came out with like this African uh, uh chain on, and you know what I'm saying? He had this like this little shawl looking. I was like, oh shit, I got that. You know, hey, that's one of those what we call glow. My boy said I glow at the word, hey, and that's how it be for everybody who works in the daytime. Y'all, you know how I go, especially if you uh. If you um have a uniform, soon after that you just you just put on some nice shit after that and just be like, <laughs> you know. So, like I said, they went on a date, and this whole time Sterling has been just drowning in in this what I just told y'all last time. Uh, this criticism from the Christian uh, uh, peers that she had because we all know Christians are some hard ass judgmental motherfuckers. We know that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, like, judgmental as hell. Somebody do something different, you immediately be like, oh, no. You just really put the cross on quick, like like a nigga, a vampire or some shit. You know what I'm saying? To, to you know, to whatever, you know, they do. So, it, she's just drowning in it and stuff like that, and she didn't know what she's going to do. So, ultimately, what they wound up actually doing is um, getting her to go to a college party with Miles, Right? And this girl literally started sipping alcohol and literally, like... And I don't know what this is about women, but y'all... Y'all and alcohol are, like, that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, like, like two peas in a pod. Like, they so compatible that she just started sipping. And she was sipping a lot of stuff. And to be honest, she put that jello on that pizza, but I feel like that wasn't... I feel like that probably was weed jello. But you know what? They didn't, they didn't say it. No, it was alcohol jello. That's why she wanted to throw it up, though. Yeah, yeah, she wanna throw it up because of that shit. You know what I'm saying, but like I said, like they um they really showed in this episode that you know they care about social issues, but they they uh I like that Miles was rebutting her um her when she was saying stuff about you know that the girl was doing right by cutting off the statue's head. He was like, that ain't helping us. That's basically making us look bad, you know, in the eyes of society and stuff. And besides that. That shit comes out of the tax of where we live at. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, it's like, what are you talking about? We still got to pay for this on the back end. You know, and we all know, like, it's, it's not how you get stuff done sometimes, but sometimes action is required. And you know how it goes. Sometimes niggas don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> it's just what it is. And, like, and, and I noticed one thing about, you know, American people and stuff is some of us, we don't have attachment to statues and, and, and monuments and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us don't really dang give a damn about that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is not important to us. Like, we don't care about rocks on the ground. It's been here for 50, 150 years or some shit. Like, that shit is over with. Like, whatever. You know what I mean? And and and, I, and I'm not saying that I'm not one of them people, but I can understand what they mean. I'm You know what I'm saying? Like, see, and, and, and like I said, like, I'm I'm halfway on it, you know, like, to the point where I feel like, a monument, a statue, like nah. If it unless it's uh, earth born here, like unless it's completely natural to the earth, I care about it. If it's completely natural, but if it's not and it's man made, I don't really care about it. That's how I feel about it. I don't really care about it. Then. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so, but um, 
even more than that, you know, you know, why, why, why are you one of those people? Um, black cocaine, y'all. Yeah, black cocaine back in here, man. But shit, I think I'm one of those people. I feel like I've known that I was one of those people for a long minute now. Like one of the ones who, you know, if somebody asks. Did you hear this new song, blah, 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 or these tracks? Or have, did you uh, heard what happened, this and that? Like, I didn't really care. Like, it didn't have nothing to do with me. Even though, you know, dealing with statues, too, it's like, okay, if they made a statue for, you know, a statue like Martin Luther King or, you know, somebody that did something of some type of effort or, or significance to for people out there, then, you know, I'm going to look at it like, okay, I encourage that, you know. I look at it like, especially he being black. Like, I'm not going to just say, like, that's just how I am. If it's a white man, I'm probably not too much going to care, but that's how I am. <clears throat> uh, okay, see, <clears throat> also in this episode, we saw the relationship that the character's mom or parents have with their parents. You know, and um, we also find out a vital clue that the mom's parent died in an accident when she was a teenager. And um, and the mom was shading that. You know, for one, you know, she was shading that. Also, we find out, like I said, that they just don't really like each other like that. And the mom alluded to the husband being ruthless and not really giving, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was like a completely different person. And we understand that she is, too, because he, 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 he said something about her... Uh, how much passion she has in the subject. And he was like, yo, why you why you care about it so much like that? So we we see something that something is, they're plotting something. We understand that from the jump. You know what I'm saying? So like, we already all get that. Uh, in the end, Blair wound up selling her differences with Miles and they actually wound up going out on a date and stuff and they're like, they might actually be talking in the future. Um, Sterling boyfriend likes music, probably now. He always liked music. Yeah, but he's talking about the. They were talking about the blues. You know what I'm saying? Oh, buddy. Yeah, let's do. Yeah, so I'm just like, all right, and um, that pretty much like I said, that kind of wraps up this episode. This episode really wasn't uh about too much more, you know, than what we just seen. It was kind of like another case, you know, what they got. They opened their stuff up more to the world since they act like Protestants or fucking village people. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> We'll be back again for the next episode review. All right. In this episode, we have a skip. I mean, a, yeah, a skip who deals in jewelry. All right. And what they do is they change their identity and they go place to place and place to place and stuff. They rip people off and they really just be like metal on people's neck. They just spray paint and they um, attach themselves to a religious organization this time. So the girls thought, why don't we bring them home? Now, situations escalate because um, Blair hasn't been seeing Miles. So he decides to show up. But how he decides to show up is he actually uh, went through the mom to be the valet for the party she was having. Now, <clears throat> the party she was having, you know, that Blair didn't know Miles was coming to. So she was acting out weird the whole time you know just all all types weird plus she was doing her um 
bounty hunter job and she wants to hide that from him, you know. <clears throat> now, things go crazy because everybody knows that Sterling was partying and, you know, I'm assuming that's a small town they live in. I don't think they live in Atlanta. Land. I feel like they live, like, probably outside of Atlanta or something. Because it's a super small town, a, a small people, and so everybody know. I'm pretty sure everybody's seen the videos or something. So the mom didn't even want her with alcohol bottle in her hand or serving drinks or nothing. They're like, nothing about it, you know. And I, I can understand she's 16. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was just out there partying with grown folk. <laughs> so if you look at it like that, I can understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell is your little ass out there partying with them for? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I can agree. Now, situations actually escalate because, you know, the mom isn't necessarily friends with all the friends there. And one of them spouts that she knows that she has sex with Luke. And the mom was literally like, literally like, she almost fell apart like she was a cracker at that point like and I even like I ain't talking about the term I'm talking about like uh, she could have broken apart at any time like you know what I'm saying like straight up like and see that that was really equally horrifying for Sterling who had to really go through with everybody turning around looking at her like they know you was partying drinking and you was having sex you just all fucking up you might as well have D's of your report card you know what I'm saying like so it was just that and I was like, dang, okay, cool, cool. <clears throat> you know, now, the crazy thing about that episode is they didn't find the perp, you know, the perp just wound up being gone and everything. Um, but we it, we revealed that uh, Bowser has a police force um, history, but he messed up really bad and he was laughed out. So he just left everything. He just let everything go. His marriage failed, all type of stuff. And I feel like the Latina there, she wants him still, but she just wants him, like, to be more of him before she just decides she want to mess with him again because apparently they was messing with each other even before the sister got together. So if she's okay with that, you know, and I don't know what they had going on. Like I said, that's a whole story within itself. They just didn't, you know, <laughs> they just didn't really uh, focus on that, I guess. But um, <clears throat> the craziest thing about this episode is that we found that Blair actually opened up to Miles on her way back from everything happening. And she didn't tell him that she a bounty hunter and everything, but she told him how she actually felt, you know, that, you know, him showing up was just crazy for her. She didn't prepare because she really, really liked him, apparently. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that uh, she wanted to hide everything. You know, she didn't want to be seen like, you know, like we employing you and stuff and this and that. And she pulled up to this man's house, and this man lives in the biggest mansion that I don't see. Like, I was just like, yo. I was like, he got, like, old school parked in the front on both sides and stuff. On tomorrow, it was just, like, pearly, pearly. I was like, bro, let me be your friend, bro. What is your name, my guy? <laughs> like, if you were looking for a best friend, I am here, nigga. All Mike, nigga. So I was just like, damn, that shit was just amazing. Then apparently... They probably way richer than um than Blair and them, so it's funny they didn't they didn't let him play the 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 super broke person like that for real. You know what I'm saying? They let him actually play the one who actually go get his money and go to school and everything and try to be woke, but his family still got damn rich as fuck anyway. You know that's what I'm that's what I'm seeing anyway. They didn't really let him play like the average nigga, <laughs> pretty much. So. Yeah, I fuck with it though, you know what I'm saying? Because we can we as black people we can be whatever we wanna be. You know, with 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 two times the effort apparently. But 
you know, we can be whatever, whatever we want to be, you know. And his parent had two jobs, state senator and lawyer, and the dad was a bank owner. Like, what? First of all, where does that happen? That's how we know that's, first of all, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. His parents probably African. Bank owner somewhere else or something, because you ain't on no blank over, bank over here, you black. You know what I'm saying? They don't really happen too much. It happens sometimes, but it don't really happen. Like, and I mean sometimes, like, very few. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know, end no bank. And then a state senator and a lawyer, I can actually believe that one, but who has time to be a state senator and a lawyer? <laughs> I was kind of thinking hey, that, but I was like... Hey, like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, that's like, I don't get that. Okay, sure. We'll grow with that. <laughs> but, like I said, it's something they whipped up. Like I said, guys, it's something they whipped up. So, um, other than that, we've seen that, you know, uh, Sterling's mom and Sterling actually had a really heart-to-heart with each other. A real heart-to-heart, which they told Sterling and, uh, Sterling and her boyfriend can't see each other for a while. Even though they just see each other at, at school. You know what I'm saying? Because really what that means is they're going to be sneaking off at school. Like, come on, man. Come on, parents act like they don't know how kids think. Come on, like, what? Okay. Whatever. But, all right. Well, so, uh, this episode is pretty straightforward and stuff, you know, but... They're going to try to be, they're trying to, I guess they're going to try to get in Bowser's history some more. Or, I don't know, maybe he might transform by the end of the season. Maybe he might stay that dude, but he really kind of useless on the low. Like, comic relief. With ten, and it ain't really too funny sometimes, but it's just there. You know what I mean? But I, but I, but I fuck with him, but it's like, you know. Mm. Anyway, let's go to the next one, though. R.I.P. my nigga Luke. <laughs> he he with. R.I.P. Luke. R.I.P. Luke. He dead. He dead. Well, at least his heart is anyways. Yeah, it's over with. Anyways, y'all, that happened in the middle of the episode, so I'm sorry I had to say it first, but I mean, I titled this one R.I.P. Luke, because damn, bro. Anyways, this episode was about finding another skip. And the skip happened to be a stripper who was slippery. So we call her Slippery the Skipper. I mean, <laughs> Slippery the Stripper. <laughs> okay, and the Method Man was in this one a lot. Um, he was, um, he was the, you know, he's the other bounty hunter who was actually very successful. And he was really just there being a dick to Bowser the whole time. But um, they went along to a strip club. Again, guys, I'm not sure. Like, like my friend reminded me that we see the shows a lot of times that are, like, involving teens and have sex in it and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Teen Wolf, all stuff, shit like that. MTV shows. You know what I mean? You know, but it's still interesting because it's, like, I'm looking at the rating right now. It says TV mature. Only mature audiences can watch this, right? So when when they mean mature, is mature really actually mean, like, is, is mature uh, a, a, a sweet spot? to where discretion can be mature meaning super crazy stuff just depending on if you're mature or not because that can mean any child can watch it as long as they're mature is that is that what that means anyways but like i said they went to a damn strip club y'all it was ass and titties and anything and i was just over there like oh hey hey you know what i'm saying Cause I, hey, I'm, I'm old enough i'm been old enough for the strip club, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'm 25, the century, you know what I'm saying? They have, uh, I mean, quarter of the century right here. So, but them, like, I know the actors probably aren't 16, hopefully them, hopefully not, you know, but, like, they passed for 21. That's just tell you, first of all, because, like, black men don't really know how 
and I and this is I don't understand. I'm trying to get y'all to understand this because you guys, because you have actors that play very young people, we don't really really know how old a a 21 year old white girl should look. If you get what I mean by that, like for example, in the show they passed for 21. The, the white dudes didn't even check. I mean, the dudes didn't even check them the bounces and stuff. Because they don't, because they honestly, and they look like they're older than twenty one. That's what it is. But and that's 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 a that stands to a bigger fucking problem right there. And that means like we're dressing our young like I don't like adults, or y'all are definitely, and you know so <laughs> I don't know y'all. So, <clears throat> but Luke was dumped in this episode, and he ain't doing anything wrong and everything. But I think she just realized that their love is smothering. They have a very smothering love right now, you know, and um, she only ever been with him, and she wants to try different things. For God's sake, she just seen twerking for the first time in her life. She just went to a strip club for the first time in her life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, she she's seen naked women dancing and owning their bodies and stuff for the first time. This is this girl is going through so many experiences that she just don't want to stay with the same nigga who who she been with the whole time. And not even just that, this nigga was over there like. Like, straight up, like, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, like, he, he, he forgot to even make the song about the dude, like, he couldn't even do that simple task, like, you know what I'm saying, like that, and she didn't like that shit, she really didn't like that shit, because he embarrassed her on the low, even though people started, you know, clapping at it, first of all, you, you can't do it, you know, you can't really sing very well, you know what I'm saying, but if you at least had made it about him, she would've been like, fuck it, you know what I'm saying, at least you made it about him. This nigga gonna, gonna say, well, he gone, but I love my girl type of shit. And then start making it about her in the middle of the song. And here's my point about that. Like, crazy thing about it, they only did that project to be together. But she forgot that halfway because she was discovering some more stuff about her. And he didn't think that, you know, halfway. Like, he didn't understand that, that she was changing. He didn't see that because he's kind of a simpleton a little bit, you know. So, it was like, damn. Um, also... <laughs> The stripper was trying to tempt Bowser and stuff, you know what I'm saying? We already seen that. I was like, oh, Lord. And she's so damn slippery that Bowser really had an incident where he really had ruined the whole routine, uh, the stripping routine. I'm surprised he didn't get kicked out. <laughs> he didn't get kicked out. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Oof, I had a burp right there. I'm surprised he didn't get kicked out, y'all, because, you know, you can't go messing up the stripper routine and stuff. But those bouncers don't play. Like, that was fake. That was fake. As soon as he jumped up on the stage, they would have been hauling Bowser's ass out, beating his ass, or either just trying to, you know what I'm saying, like, throw him out the door, like, jazz style. Like, so that was, okay, whatever. <clears throat> but also, um, Blair Wines was having sex in this. Yep. With the with the, uh, with the black dude, because at the first time, she was talking about, you know, having sex a lot, and then she started feeling like maybe she was getting rushed into it, and that maybe that she didn't know if she really wanted to have sex, or if she did want to have it. You know, and all it took was for them to hang with each other, watch a movie and stuff, and have physical contact. You know what I'm saying? Slide down the steps and everything, being right there next to each other and shit, and kissing started. Then after that, you already know how temperatures rising. I'm deep inside, when I'm telling you, telling you something. You know how I'm saying? You feel something? So, in other words, y'all remember when you was a kid and something like that? Um, the best way to, to even get with a female back then was just just to have a goddamn play fight with your ass. You feel me? And that, when that happened, it was like, well, you know what I'm saying? That's why that's why um, parents say no uh, horseplay, you know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's literally horseplay is like gateway 
you know what I'm saying, to that. Y'all remember that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how be. The girl that you liked, that liked you most, was going to play back with you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, once that happened, boom, boom, yep, they went on having sex and shit at the end of the episode. And it's crazy because, like, she, they're so cultured, you know, by their, by, by what they, you know, uh, the school they go to and their upbringing that they don't understand basic human anatomy and the stuff of it. But I don't expect their age to be mature at that point because they're not. You know what I'm saying? But I, I also, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the fact that it's just one angle talk. You know what I'm saying? So they got so much to learn right now. And they don't understand how they will actually be if they didn't learn just this secular knowledge and point of view the whole time. But <clears throat> that's this episode. Let's get to the next one. Episode 6, okay? Um, hmm. How did this guy episode 6? Well, really... This episode centers around a debate tournament, pretty much. Um, Sterling is in a debate tournament, and she never got her past the first tournament. I mean, the first time. Also, she's still reeling from, you know, breaking up with Luke. She has nobody to be with now, and her sister is rubbing, rubbing that she has sex in her face. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to, I'm not going to lie. Uh, nah, it's just, I don't know, it's kind of funny. It, it, it's kind of like a, a elephant in the room joke right there. But her having sex with black dude. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, whatever. Let's just say it's funny as hell, okay? Also, in this episode, Bowser has to team up exclusively with, um, with, um, the one, I forgot, I forgot her name. Dang, I just forgot her name. But the woman who gives him his, uh, his skips, pretty much. And they decide to get a whole lot of easy ones to lure them in for free ice cream and, and stuff. And um, after they drink, and you're going to get all of them. And they actually did. In this episode, we actually see that, that they can be a great team together. But, you know, in the, in the past, he actually had sex with her one night. And then never, you know, went in for the kill. In her, in her, yeah, basically her sister did. And they had a relationship that didn't work out, though. You know, and, and what's fucked up in this episode, his stupid ass started talking about, the, his, you know, his, his ex-wife. Because apparently he may still love her, I guess. And she was always in love with him, you know. So, it's so fucked up. See, if only people were poly, you never had that problem to begin with. <laughs> oh, well, motherfucker. Goddamn. Oh, well. Oh, shit. Hey, whatever. Shit, I know I'm petty as fuck right there. But, um... See, what's going on with Blair is that Blair doesn't trust her mom because she's seen, you know, they, they saw their mom when they got out of that uh, meeting to begin with, and her, their mom saw them, or I don't know if she didn't see them, but she was looking hella fucking, hella fucking suspect in the back of an Uber with some sunglasses on, slouched down. Like, what the fuck? What the hell are they doing? Like, that's what makes you wonder, like, uh, <laughs> did I just see that? Okay. And, um, she winds up following her, sees her go to a numerous places and acting out of character. But along the way, Miles was uh, there and, you know, he didn't really have fun with her this time. But he's, he's a pretty, you know, cool dude to her. So, you know, he doesn't really mind, you know. He went on his own way, went on Martyr and whatnot. Um, and apparently the, their mom is sort of low-key racist. Low-key racist and stuff. Cause she told us some, you know, she didn't see them together, and she didn't expect to see that. And you're talking about absorbing different, uh, 
you know, culture, this and that. He, that whole fucking exchange was like fucking awkward as hell, but funny as hell because he was like, thank you. Um, I get to be black around your daughter. <laughs> I was like, oh, fucking hell. Oh, no. And we also see the dad, I mean, the dad and the mom aren't really getting along right now. And then he decided to quit their job that was, you know, paying their bills. So what we're going to see now is that we're going to see these people, um, we're going to see their relationship or their old personalities come to surface now that things aren't get, aren't so peachy anymore. And we saw that, you know, uh, when Blair told her mom. And we also see that she doesn't care for her daughter as much as she I mean, not her daughter. I mean, she doesn't... She has a favorite. She definitely has a favorite. And that happens to be the one that looks like her. Yeah. It's Sterling. You know? Um, so, like I said, we're going to see that. And I don't know. Like, hopefully we can see some rectification of um, Bowser's relationship. Either with his wife or, you know, the one that gives him the bounties and stuff. But he, as long as he stays a dumbass, you know, then we, we're never going to see that. Also... We saw that he's actually starting to pick his life up now. You know, he, he his house, I mean, his bed was on the floor. You know, he need nothing else and stuff. His house was trash, other trash, other, other trash. I can never know. Like, if I had his spot, that house would have been so decked out. I don't give a fuck if it's one room and it's a studio room and everything is in one room and stuff like that. I would have decked the fuck out of that room. Like, that would have been the best one room to be in. You hear me? So, uh, yeah, I don't share people. Yeah, I don't share people's... um sense of graphic when it comes to the to the place that you energetically reside in like i don't understand how people cannot be want to be around things that make them feel at peace or at calm and i guess that's because people are never home so you know i don't know y'all are like zombies or something i'm like probably the true definition of black people i don't know mm. but um <clears throat> Uh, we, we also try to see that, we actually wound up seeing at the end of the episode that either Sterling is gay or bisexual, or either she's a masochist, because the, the, what, the drama she just went in made her literally come to orgasm and stuff, and she remember how the force of her arm felt, and either that's masochism or that's bisexuality right there, and we, we gonna see something, you know, I don't know. You know, says I, I thought somebody on the show probably gonna be. Well, we already have one, I guess. But I don't know. It's whatever. Hey, so let's we might as well get to the next episode, y'all. I don't. I already told y'all what I feel about it, and shit. Let's get it on started. Okay, we're back with episode seven. In the beginning, we basically see that Sterling and Blair are arguing with each other because Sterling doesn't want to believe that Blair caught their mom. You know, with a gun in their hand and, and in a storage box with a whole lot of cash and stuff. So she's like, what's going on? Because you tell us everything, you know, and this is something you ain't tell us. And the way you handled that gun was also something that a person that don't, you know, a person without gun experience wouldn't handle it like that. Like you handle it, you know, with expertise. And um, one thing we seen that Luke actually is look like Luke ain't finna have no problems moving on right now because it look like somebody swooped in on Luke. You know, so, old girl, if you want to go back, it's probably not a good time and everything. The teacher is still weird as ever, do super weird, you know. And um, Sterling, we know right now, actually likes her friend. I mean, likes the bully chick. I forgot her name is, Hannah or whatever. Or whatever her name is. I don't know. I think I might just confuse that with another show. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the bully chick, yeah, you know. 
uh, she apparently likes her, you know. And, and I don't know why the hell she's trying to get close to her. You know what you, you sent their daddy down the road, technically. You know what I mean? You know, you went and caught him and stuff. So, shit, I'm not sure you should do that. But in this episode, we see Bowser's ex shows back up. Bro, did you see this episode? You didn't see Bowser's ex show back up? Okay, pause. You just said not bad. <laughs> so, yeah, she she's pretty good looking, you know. Um, And she has this whole spiritual thing going on. Only thing about it is I say fake spiritual because, you know, like she she she's one of the people that she she lets vibes and, and um not vibes but like she gets swayed by doing this and that so she doesn't really have a life purpose she thinks every which and way is her life purpose and when it doesn't um pan out she goes do goes and doing this and all in all you can say she lives a really good life because she she can you know tell a lot of stories about doing this and that and stuff but like she's in the person that stays around you know and you see um um the bell bondsman you know uh her sister is there just in just complete hate the whole time. She hate that she's back. And besides that, we all know that she's catching feelings back for Bowser again, you know. And, um, you know, Bowser doesn't see it because, you know, Bowser wants a pussy. Let's be honest. Bowser wants a pussy. Bowser wants some pussy. You know, and everybody around him can see it. That's the crazy thing about it. Like, they're literally like, yo, we see what's going on and stuff. But next scene, we basically have... um. Blair goes on a hunting trip with her dad and asks so many questions about, you know, um, the mom to the point where she's yelled at by her father. And she actually cries, you know, about it and stuff. And during that time, um, Sterling meets up with the other girl and, you know, the, uh, for their project of doing um, Solomon's Temple as a, pro- as a project. She's always trying to do extra shit, pretty much. <laughs> that shit was hilarious when they said that, you know, but... Um, like I said, it was interesting because, you know, um, in the next scene after that, we seen that, um, Bowser already had a girl in his house on her, on, like, on his bed and stuff. She out there, she over there doing yoga and everything. You already know what that look like. I look like, that look like a spell the only women know how to do. <laughs> you already know what that is. So, like I said, like, um, you know, she's yelled at, um, Blair's yelled at, and she really believes, you know, they're really hiding something like OD. No, um, but in the next scene, what they do after that, they go and find their skip, which happens to be a dude who, um, was selling, um, and, and amphetamines or something like that. And, uh, he had, he was in a polygamous relationship. He has two girlfriends and he was literally having a threesome with them when they caught him and everything. And it was literally in a, in a triangle on the bed. I'd never seen that. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> See, that's what I said. This is not like. Yeah, this show is crazy, but either way, um, you know, pretty much Sterling wants to come, you know, wants to, uh, advice about her, uh, her newfound, uh, feelings for her, uh, her, uh, same-sex friend, seeing that she's a religious girl, so she doesn't know what it is or something. I feel like she's a masochist, it's just like, forcefulness or something like that, and Luke is just a, you know, bitch, so, you know, and Luke ain't no bitch, but he just, you know, he kind of soft, so she don't really... You know what I mean? That's probably what it is. But she's experimenting right now, so she she trying whatever she can. You know what I mean? Do your do her thing. So I don't think the other girl going for it right now. Maybe she is. Maybe she, you know she probably do because you know who the hell stays thinking about a person that long and about like she literally let out the reason why she's mad at her and it was because when they used to hang out, she told her to hang out with some other friends and stuff and then walked away. <laughs> I was like, that's it. You ain't going to go talk to her tomorrow? <laughs> like, that's what, that's what happened? Like, what's, that's stupid. I don't know. I don't know. Just, I don't know. 
That's just a stupid scene. But um, after that, so pretty much after that, it was just a family meeting where they successfully hid the fact that, you know, they were doing shady stuff. And um, um, they got to show the presentations out there at their school. They made a pretty good presentation together. And after that, apparently, you got something happened between Sterling and a girl. And they locked the door and everything. And you already know how I go. So, yeah, I mean, hey, that's that episode. I don't really have no, um, oh, 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 Bowser. Bowser finally told his ex to get a, a hit the road. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's seen what type of game she's playing. And she narcissist as, as fuck. Like, he was like, have you changed? Have you at least grown or something? He was like, shit. She was literally saying, well, nothing wrong with her. It was him. And, and he was like, all right, that's a wrap. And I was like, thank you. I was clapping in my head. Literally, like, thank you. You know, but other than that, you know, that's that's what kind of happened. And we're going to roll to the next episode. Episode 8. I like to call it the episode of Uncovering Bullshit. Okay. Now, episode eight was pretty much about their double life. You know, everybody's double life pretty much. You know, everybody's like lying and not being upfront with how they feel, which is how I know I wouldn't get along with nobody in this show because everybody's so fucking secretive and stuff. You know what I mean? I would be telling everybody the one hundred percent truth. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't like, I don't like that. Like lies are necessary. So, um, you know, like I said, there it comes up because Blair has a date. With Miles, who she hasn't seen because she's been worried about her mom and putting him off. And he just giving him no time. You know what I'm saying? All type of stuff. You know, um, blue balls in the hell out of him. You know what I'm saying? Out of the relationship, period. And he's just like, yo, I can get somebody else to be my girlfriend who just want to be my friend. If that's the case, you know. And this this relationship we see in this episode that this relationship comes to its end. Because not only was she trying to like do the whole thing where she's at two places at once because it never works out. You know, you dipping out for 20 minutes at a time and stuff, and then 20, 30 minutes and stuff. You know, like, that shit don't ever work out, no no matter where you see it. You know, she did that, and, you know, that was a cold turkey for Miles because she wouldn't even tell him where the hell she's been. And my thing is, yo, I don't understand why she didn't tell him where she's been because, bro, just tell him, yo, look, I got another side job. I be catching fugitives from, from bail and stuff, you know what I mean? And they be, like, in the areas and stuff, and it be, be crazy and stuff. And they ain't... And I mean, you just keep it 100 with him or something. He going to worry about you, but he's going to know what you're doing and stuff. But nobody's going to be with somebody you say you can't tell him where you've been. Because it's not like you're cheating. Or it's not like you doing something. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you doing? Like, you, 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 like what's up? You got the yeah, yo on you or something? Like, what's up? Like, and like I don't know. So, and then, yo, I was so fucking pissed off at Sterling. Yo. This episode, she has pissed me off so much now. Like, look, I understand she going through her little fucking journey. You know what I'm saying? Of, of of what she like and everything like that. But the fact is, I don't give a fuck what kind of fucking journey you got going on. You need to understand that your world exists outside your fucking journey too, okay? Meaning, if you make commitments with other motherfuckers, especially your family, you know, in your job, two things that you didn't even fucking show up for, she knows that she didn't. You see, that's why if I ever seen her after that shit, you said hi at the end. At the end, Blair told her, I'm sorry if you did, but you know what I'm saying? If you not, fuck you. I, nigga, my mind was two times stronger than that in my head. I was like, yo, straight fuck, straight fuck Sterling. I don't like Sterling. Sterling, you get on my fucking nerve. Get off the show. That's how much I don't like for that. Because, like, see, I like, it's not that I was rooting for Miles and Blair. And, and rooting for them, you know, it won't die out, rooting for them, and nothing like that. Dog's barking, okay. It's the fact that 
I hate when people do that. Like, she basically, you got served that nigga. Like, I remember when Omarion was over there messing with old boy's sister while he got jumped. You know, going to the uh the meeting with old boy to get the money and stuff. I feel like, yo, if you know you got prior commitments, yo, stop doing that shit and go do it and go hit them back up later. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, what is you doing? So for, for Sterling to ignore not only her side job that she should be fucking focusing on, you know what I'm saying? Or to, to get that money to pay back their dad. You know what I'm saying? That side job. She's even sure for the side job. Yo, if she had did one out of uh, one out of the fucking two, you know what I'm saying? Which is really all she had to do, honestly, was just show up. It wasn't even one out of the two. You know what I'm saying? One, one of them, like, the way the sister planned this, and she can't, she had to understand, she can't control her sister's thing, her emotions and stuff. She don't understand how people are growing and stuff. You know, she's going to have to understand that and grow as a person and, and get that. You know, because she's so hopeful and she's putting all her trust in her sister right now who is currently lying to her, you know. Um, but she lost her relationship not only because she couldn't tell the truth, but because she included her sister, her 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 frivolent, her frivolous, curious sister in her plans. And her frivolent, curious sister literally said, screw the job and my sister. Thomas, I know she's mad at me right now. And then she going to let that girl take us to all them places. Because you know all the cutscenes that they were showing when we was talking and they showed her at a different place? You had to know to look at your phone during then. You know what I'm saying? You had to realize that you wasn't in the right place during that. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Like, bro, I know how it go. I know what happened when you playing hooky in places. You know where the fuck you supposed to be. Come on, bro. So that part really irritated me. And then the part that really, really got us at the end. You see, because, bro, I believe I'm not a nigga who, like, cuck or, like, anything dealing with a nigga fucking with the girl I like. So since I'm low-key rooting for Bowser and shit, it kind of hurt me when, when, when motherfucking... He uh he goes to talk to like, Yolanda and finally try to give her some you know some subtraction and she fucking with Method Man dude in there and I'm just like dog that shit just fuck with me like just like it fuck with him because you know we see it from his perspective and stuff you know what I'm saying and she has a point you real fucking her sister and you just told her ass that we ain't gonna be shit like that you know what I'm saying. So, it really was your fault. But at the end of the day, that shit hurt too, bro. You feel me? Like, because, like, damn, she fucking with your op. Let's imagine that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's his op. You know what I'm saying? That's literally his op. And she has to know that shit. You get what I'm saying? So, she said, well, I ain't fucking with you. So, it was kind of a big-ass slap in the face. Because imagine if, goddamn, he came around to work. You know what I'm saying? Fucking with her as he gave the bombs out or something like that. He's just like, damn, bro. He, you know, even even though they do, they do see each other and stuff like that. Like, dang, bro. Like... You know I don't like this nigga. So you just wanted to spite me? Or something like that? I don't know, man. Like, y'all fuck... Y'all people fucked up, man. I tell y'all. Y'all some fucked up folks, man. I tell you, bro. That shit is... He fucked up for even getting with the, the, the other sister to begin with. And, and she fucked up for goddamn not speaking up about how she felt and just letting this shit go down the way he did. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the whole time. And for not getting him and helping him up. You know what I'm saying? While uh, he fell down because of her sister, because of her decision to let him, you know, do that. And I understand he a grown ass man. He, you know, say he make his own decisions and, you know, and stuff like that. It ain't her job to fix him. I understand stuff like that. But shit, it ain't your job to fix him. But you got heart ties to this man. I don't get y'all. Like, if you got heart ties into somebody, that's your job to fix him. That's like, that's like you're a fucking mechanic. I want you to paint this in your fucking, paint this in your mind before we can go to the next episode review. If we were people 
that had to work on stuff before we used it, say every piece was valuable, right? And say you're building a car or something, right? When you have a defective part, if that part can be fixed, what are you going to do? You're going to throw it away or you're going to fix it. So my, my point is if you particularly like this piece or you particularly love this piece over you know years and it gets really fucked over ever in an accident or something like that, what are you going to do to it? You going to throw it away or are you going to actually like, you know what I'm saying? You going to try to fix it again, you know what I'm saying? And see, my thing is, yo, and we're we're not weak. We're not, we're humans. We can't be quantified as simple fucking tools. So I can't really fit us into that thing because we're much more than that. So when the fact is, when you have a heart tied to a person, you feel like you love them, or you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, you were in a Yolanda's position. That is literally your job at that point to fix that dude because that is your heart tie. If, you're, if, you, if you supposedly love this man, you see him go through hell and you don't do nothing about it, you don't love him. Period. You know what I'm saying? And likewise. You get what I'm saying? Like, so, I, I don't know. Don't make me get into my press AC moment. Anyways, let's get to the next episode. I was going to start off this episode, episode nine, by saying I was so unsatisfied. I mean, I, <laughs> I was so un, um, unsatisfied that you know, Blair didn't do, you know, well, didn't, you know, um, I can't say curtail, can I? I can put it, I can put it say curtail. Didn't, didn't really just, um, get Sterling all like she, like I wanted her to. Like, I wanted her to, you ruined my life, you, you kind of, you got served me. Because you got served the old movie by now, so, you know, you know, you know. But she didn't know. You know, I mean, but it's still, it's crazy. I don't know, like I said, but I don't know. Like I said, like, I, I just disagree with how easily, you know, Blair got over it in the beginning and stuff. Even though we found out that she wasn't really over it throughout the rest, you know, rest of it. It kind of made up for it. How easily she, you know, jumped with her to do that. Because it's it's easy to see that this girl's life is literally off track. You know what I'm saying? Like, not her off, like, both of their lives completely off track. Don't be wrong. But it's easy to see that, like, through, they like, for one, they're, they're hiding secrets. You know what I'm saying? Something they didn't do before. I know they I know they're growing as people and everything, but they're they're hiding secrets. Um and then um they're not showing up for each other, they're missing appointments. You know what I mean? Like when when stuff like that happens, you gotta be like, hey, 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 hey. You kinda shaky, you know, I'm trying to make sure you straight. You you straight, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're missing this, you're doing this and that. Now if you do it again, I'm thinking something really wrong with you now. And I'm gonna really check you then. You get what I'm saying? You just how you gotta do it, like, you know what I'm saying, as far as because like it's like here, here, cause like it was too many it was too many ropes or too many um derailments and plans and stuff for, for it to happen like that. But see, the the next thing that really would really, really messed me up on this episode was why do people say lies instead of just saying it's none of your business? Like, they be really be fucking each up, their stuff up with trying to find lies at the last second. Like, first of all, no, people really don't do that. People literally ask you, why the fuck you want to know? You know what I'm saying? Like, why you want to know? Like, like that's 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 what we ask. So, it's, it's crazy people always lie. You know what I'm saying? They'll literally lie instead of actually being like, no, it's none of your business. So, that's crazy. And the next, next thing uh, happened was Bowser literally went to go give Yolanda some food and whatnot after he had quit and everything. And see Terrence in there in his fucking robe and shit, obviously, because he just smashed. And it's like, yo, like, we know that the, her and Terrence ain't actually together or nothing like that because, you know what I'm saying, she she talks to me, you know, she kind of live that solo dolo and everything, you know what I mean? Except they do, they do have a, an attraction to each other and everything like that. So Bowser just completely loses, he just loses like, I think he's made to be the butt of the episode or the series because 
he he doesn't win in no way. You know what I mean? Like, not only did he not get get to get paid for um helping the uh the bounty and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like his dumb ass literally instead of saying let me call you right back in five minutes, five ten minutes, literally let the bounty um well he literally just went off on his own, got recorded doing it, and Terrence had to do everything by himself. You know, like, literally, he has to do everything by himself. Terrence Brown, honey, y'all. Had to do everything by his motherfucking self, you know. And, uh, and he edited to make himself look a lot fire. And it was a funny, whole funny scene. I saw him over there, like, with a stick, like, trying to do some kung fu. And I was like, bro, they're killing it. But it was hilarious. You know, but it's just, it's just uh, it was crazy. But anyways, the girls go down to Savannah, Georgia, and they go to this weird ham place. Find out some evidence about their mother who who could have been there before. Go to a go to a weird sounding church, and this church, I'm telling you guys, they're making these churches so sound so cultish, and they're making them sound so weird, y'all. But um, what happened was basically they went, you know, they found information, and they you know they found out it was like problems with a child, and they also found out that. You know, they had police involved and stuff, you know. And towards the end of the episode, we found out that the mom has a public record. And remember, I, remember what I saw in the first episode? Bowser finds that at the end of the episode. So, I'm like, he's making a judgment call. Do I rope their mama in? Or do I let them know? Because here's the thing, like, you know, if anything was to happen to them or any type of other... um other, like, say, say you're at a check or something, somebody to run her name or something. Shouldn't it come up? Especially if she's wanted. Oh, okay, but whatever. I don't know. Like I say, I, but like this episode is crazy because um, <clears throat> we see that uh, Blair and, Ster- uh, and Sterling had a fight where you know Sterling says you know came out talking about you know telling that she, basically she's gay stuff and that she wasn't there for her because she was out doing her gay stuff. You get what I'm saying? And Blair completely didn't like that shit because she don't understand what she said. It's not the fact that she was out there doing gay shit. You know what I'm saying? It was the fact that you out there, instead of being there for me, you decided to be somewhere else. You get what I'm saying? And see, it don't matter if it was a guy or a girl that she was with. You weren't here and you did that shit on purpose, per se. You see what I'm saying? Because you wanted to do that. In other words, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I got from it. So in other words, and even if even if her sister had her card when they start arguing at first, you know what I'm saying? That 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 she does self sacrifice I mean self sabotage herself by lying and uh, I'm talking about Blair here, um, by lying and just doing what she does and stuff. It's the following is very true for Sterling as well. So like I said, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Like like and everybody telling them, you know, y'all family. And next Netflix try to be big on family, except they never have, you know, black men and black women together. You know, they're big on family, except when it comes to us, I guess. But um, they're big on, you know, other families, other racial families and stuff. And they, uh, the theme is, so, you know, you guys will get back over it. But I'm here to tell you guys, you know what I'm saying? Professor AC just dishing in real quick to tell you guys that either you have a good family or your family ain't shit. It's just a coin toss. You can have one or the other. You have a good family, and a good family is always able to come together. They're, even if they're not like the fucking Winslows at the table, they're able to come together. You see what I'm saying? That's what a good family does. You know, even if y'all barely talk, y'all still can come together. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm Or you have a bad one who never talk, and they don't give a fuck, or sometimes your family ain't shit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, so with the, how they, they always trying to push this family narrative and everything, like it's supposed to be the best top and everything, but they're not telling the truth that many people come from broken households completely and stuff, and sometimes family really ain't shit. Like, like we laugh at Frank, you know what I'm saying, on, on, on that show, uh, 
behalf of uh, uh, Shameless and everything. But Frank is literally a person that ain't shit, y'all, for real. So, you know what I mean? We, bro, we laughed that shit away. But if we actually had him as a relative, yo, that would be horrible. But anyways, the, look, this the next one is the uh, is the final episode of the first season, okay? And now we'll be done with this, all right? So... Let's finally get the, get done to it, y'all. I'm 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 tired of this one so far. Like I'm ready for it to go away for a while. I literally had to talk so much on it uh, about a show. I've never never done this before. But I'll be doing it a lot more, y'all. So I'm just pacing myself. But let's get it started. Hold the fuck up! Hold the fuck up! Hold the fuck up! Hold the fuck up! That's how I'm looking at this last episode, you guys. I don't understand. I don't think y'all understand. Y'all, you know, y'all understand. Cause you, you, you know what? Either you seen it or you ain't seen it. If you ain't seen it, you don't understand. But if you seen it, you understand. And you know what? Let me let me understand. Let me tell y'all what you understand and everything, and why I'm over here just like wow, like I'm over here flabbergasted because I like they they took a turn I never thought they was gonna take. Okay, so check this out, right? And this whole thing, this whole time. This whole thing is just amazing to me because they open up the episode and they go confront their parents about what they learned in Savannah, Georgia or near it, you know, and, you know, that they, that mom is a, is a damn arsonist. OK, you know, um, and they didn't know how to believe, you know, how to how to act about that, you know, and the parents are just like, hey, y'all, you know, you know, it's OK. I, I ain't told y'all everything I did. You know, you know, it was time in my life where it was just crazy. This and that just give them the whole spiel and stuff. And they wind up going upstairs, you know. Just trying to put it behind there, you know, put it behind them and stuff. But it was just something that, you know, that was just messing with them. And Blair realized she really, 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 really liked Miles. Like, not even like, she really loved that nigga Miles. Like, you know, she feels how Luke felt about uh, about Sterling, about Miles. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's how she feels and stuff, you know. And so they finally kind of little make up a little bit, you know what I'm saying, each, with each other. Even though they don't really explicitly make up in the beginning. You know, and we see that um, Bowser calls them and tells them, hey, man, look, man, I found y'all mom, you know, a $90,000 reward uh, trophy, uh, 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 poster and stuff, man. I'm, look, out of respect for y'all, and he did, he did a call that one made, but he, or he said, out of respect for y'all, y'all just gonna have to leave. I can't do business with y'all no more because y'all are literally like, I'm over here throwing my ethics away because I know y'all. Like, for example, like, it's like when you know, work in a fucking police, uh, uh, police place and now you got your friends asking him to somehow get rid of all your all their parking tickets you know you swear not to do wrong but because of a friend or a situation or something you do it and what is that is that really wrong helping out a friend is is, is going to any list really wrong for a friend that's the ethical question my friends that is a very ethical question is it's like that's like clark on the 100 and i'm sorry y'all, i ain't getting a 100 review because i'm not going to get that review because i, I pretty much finished it without when I wasn't doing podcasts, so I'm not going back. Y'all not gonna have the same format of of a one hundred, you know, this way for all those seasons. That's dead. Like maybe if <laughs> like I'm just not doing old shows, y'all. So but let me go back to it. Bowser don't want nothing to do with him totally y'all leave, you know. And um, you know, they come to a little quick heart to heart for a minute, you know, that you know, they you know, they're they were mean to each other. They didn't really mean to this stuff. And, you know, maybe we should, you know, work past this to get better, okay? So, Sterling goes to school because she has, like, a sleeping thing. Uh, like, a, like a sleepover pajama party thing at school. Blair doesn't have one because Blair's not going, you know. And in in the meeting, uh, the girl's name is April. I, I was saying Hannah. 
This girl's name is April. I, I never even remembered that her name was April to like the last uh, the last episode, and, and I was hearing them call her April and everything, but it was just literally going one or the other. I never wanted to. That's how I am, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. Like certain people le- legit will go in w- one ear or one eye out the other, or however you do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I won't remember them. You know, and um, <clears throat> the crazy thing want to happen is she wound up noticing that that April was giving her the stiffy. It was basically not stiffy, but. <laughs> April was giving her the Heisman, the like the stiff arm. You feel me? Was like was like at you know what I'm saying, acting like she was flirting with Luke and everything. And she was like, oh girls over there like heartbroken and stuff. And she wanted to leave. She really wanted to leave. So April came out, talked to her, told her that she ain't ready to come out, and that's her decision. And her dad is out there, and they asked about them too, which leads to a which which foreshadows to an even bigger uh, problem. And I'm going to still say that right now, so because I don't want to. Uh, not remember it when I'm giving up um, the last ones when I'm concluding this podcast. But my, my theory is that he's going to be the next major villain of season two. Because this episode, when I'm about to get to, had one, apparently, that we didn't know about. All right. So um, after um, they, you know, they talked, you know, and uh, pretty much they realized that, you know, April wasn't, you know, going to come out and everything or during that time. Basically, and I don't know how this happened because I swear I looked down for a quick second, but white girls, you know, this is literally what white girls do, but you might really what black girls do too. This is what women do. Women show up at your motherfucking house and they, they do that. They do that. They do, it happened to me before, trust me. So uh, Blair showed up at Miles' house, the super rich house, and got in literally and went over there, told him that she loved him, all the type of stuff. And her mom, <laughs> this man, mom was like, who is this? And Miles was like, <laughs> It was like, uh, <laughs> that shit was so hilarious to me. That was so hilarious to me, you guys. Like, y'all understand? You don't understand? Okay, like, I want to let y'all know why I don't understand. I don't agree with the scene, but why it was hilarious. Okay, so she found out that mom that that he didn't even tell his mom about her, and she's so pissed out. She leaves, she tried to leave, and he's just telling her, man, you didn't know who you are and everything. You still ain't giving me no time or day. So even if I didn't tell my mom about you, what would that what would that did? Like we barely see each other. You know what I'm saying? You be skipping out. You can't tell me the truth and stuff. We got all these goddamn issues. You know who you is and stuff. And now this is why I come into my my partner, my partner Miles. Uh, this is why I come in at and, and let you know where I grew him at. I agree with him not telling his mom because they're not very very serious. We don't know the months that they were together for one, and. Black people, specifically black boys, don't be coming to their mama and telling them nothing. That's not our culture. Sorry. It's literally not our culture to come to our mom and be like, oh, mom, I'm dating this girl. No, bro. I'm sorry, Netflix. You can't make that into our fucking culture. It's not our culture. We don't come to our mom and tell us stuff like that. We don't even go to our dad. Only person who knows is our homeboys. And maybe our sister and them. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So y'all got that wrong. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? So we, we don't do that. So she mad at him for no reason and everything. And he he. He couldn't even really tell her that, I guess, you know? So, like I said, I already told you the part about Sterling, you know, basically getting heartbroken. And she slick tried to rebound to Luke right when shit went going right for her. Like, and I feel like, yo, she's, I feel like she's the more fucked up twin. And because, like, and this is, this is definitely going to highlight to my next part. But she's the most fucked up twin, in my opinion, because when she seen that girl, old girl didn't want to come out, she tried to push Luke on her. And that's fucked up if you know that girl is a different orientation and shit. You know, even if, even if she's doing that, you know what I'm saying, she flirting with him by herself and shit, and even if it's a fucking joke, you push that man on him and then kissed him. You see what I'm saying? 
you're the most you're the more fucked up twin and they always say it's the ones that see they always say it's the one oh you're very nice and this and that like that y'all don't understand some people are are, are superhero super villains in the making you get what i'm saying so like i feel like sterling is a superhero in the making you know what i'm saying because you can't like even though they're like we we know they're fraternal twins at this point and i'm gonna go back to that i have an asterisk by that you know we don't we we know that you know what i'm saying so but like I said, so after she done, she done did some hobo shit, her mom come to pick her up. And I'm like, how the fuck her mom know to pick her up? What the fuck? Uh, that shit was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And um, <clears throat> uh, right in that moment, you know, she had already told her sister to come pick her up. But she's like, oh, never mind. Mom, mom picked me up. And the biggest fucking twist of this show came. Right when, goddamn, she, she was like, huh? She said, she said, you picked her up. And we seen the mom still at home. And her mom literally got down, dropped the fucking, the, uh, the plate. And my mind said, <gasps> evil twin. And like, see, here's the thing, y'all, y'all, come on, like, let's be honest, y'all, let's be honest, y'all. You know, if you're a 90s baby, evil twins is something that our, our generation sort of like, it does. Or not, not that does, but like, they love, they love to show evil twins to us as a kids and stuff like that. So we, we would think that was one of the biggest plot changes right then and there. Oh, what if you got an evil twin? That's what we always say. So they did it for this one. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, y'all, it caught me so off guard. And it was, it was crazy. Because when I first seen her picture on the wall, it was the, the real picture they had. Was of the twin, the the evil twin, Aunt Dana, aka Aunt Dana. She was the person who actually did the arson, and she had looked all strange. That's why I remember our first episode. I was like, I don't know if that's her or not. You know what I'm saying? Cause she was looking fucking strange as hell. I'm talking about yo, the way Aunt Dana was looking, yo, she scared the shit out of me. I ain't gonna lie. Like that bitch could have been my personal goddamn like like like. She could have been my personal um scary motherfucker. Because bro, the way she was looking, but I was scared of shit out of her. I was like, man, this motherfucker scared me for some reason. Like, like them a super deranged person. They did really good to make her like a super deranged person in one scene, and then look super cool in another one. But if you can look like that in one scene, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyways, Sterling gets smart. Sterling starts saying, "Yo, yo, I'm fine. I'm finna call my mom or something." She get her thrown phone, uh, her phone thrown out the window. Boom, it's a wrap. What you gonna do then? She convinces her to to let her use the bathroom so she can smartly and and I say smartly intelligently um let them find her. So she starts charging her credit card. Foo, 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 foo. We all know credit cards can be tracked. You see what I'm saying? All swipes can be electronically tracked. So they found it, they found where she did it, and she left a message for them. Now also in between that, Bowser was really about to tell uh, you know, um, uh, Yolanda that he going out of town and stuff He was like look man ain't nothing here for me no more man You know what I'm saying And she like really nigga I, I had to watch you marry my sister type of shit And slick 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 You know how you not be fucking with me the whole fucking time As soon as I start fucking with somebody else you Your feelings hurt That should tell you about us niggas y'all I, Us niggas are way more emotional than these females literally You know what I'm saying And 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 she's more hard cold about it Like cause she's in her in my opinion She had the more fucked up result because she didn't find love 
where she was looking at it for uh from him uh for it. He fucked around and got with her sister. Then that didn't even work out. And then after that, even when she was finna probably reconnect with that nigga, he fell apart. Then when they was finna reconnect again because of the show and everything, because <laughs> of the show, because of the show events and everything, he fucked around and didn't notice that either. Talked to him about his sister. So nigga, you fucked up the most. That's why I said Bowser really had the most fucked like, and most L's in the fucking show. Period. And he still ain't get no L at the end because he was finna leave and wind up go saving uh Sterling. So I feel like. Maybe you can get the W for that 90000 Maybe you can get that. You know what I'm saying? That's a good W for you, you know? Because now that, you know, they don't really care if you do that, you know? But it was just, it's just, it was just crazy in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just, the joke of the, it's just it's a joke of the motherfucking show, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, damn. But like I said, they definitely find her, you know? Um, Bowser had to show his Call of Duty skills real quick, you know what I'm saying? He has to actually hand pistol some shit out real quick. You know, with his dude, um, you know, luckily nobody got killed or nothing like that. But he shot dude in the leg after shooting up. Uh, they look like a grill and stuff. And um, I felt like they were finna try to, I ain't gonna lie, that that was some oddly some weird kind of sex uh, trafficking shit slick on the low. You know what I'm saying? And it came from her aunt. I mean, it came, yeah, it came from her aunt. And that was the fucked up part about it. She almost had a shred of humanity left even just to almost get her out of there and everything. But she still, and it was fucked up about it too. Turns out she's Sterling's mom. So remember when I said uh, a minute ago when I said, God damn, Sterling might be a fucked up twin. Apparently y'all ain't even twins anyways. Y'all are sisters still. Y'all are half sisters at that because apparently, and this is this is the real fucked up situation. This is how I really get fucked up. They don't tell you how I, this, is, this, is, this is, look, look, look. And I'm trying, I'm trying to wrap this shit up, man, because like, this is a long ass podcast, right? Look. Um, it's really fucked up because the mom's favorite happens to be the one that ain't her daughter. <laughs> damn. 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 <laughs> and now we see why the dad has that much of a, of, 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 of a relationship with it. Because I'm, what I'm guessing now is either he was in a relationship with both of them at a certain time. Or the, the, the crazy twin twitched, uh, tricked him, got a nut out of him or something, you know what I'm saying? Boop, 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 boop. You know what I'm saying? And in the same week, his wife did and got pregnant too. That's the only other uh, uh, explanation that happened. And they cannot possibly be twins now. You see what I'm saying? They cannot possibly be twins. You know what I'm saying? You have different mothers. So what that means is y'all don't have the same birthday either. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not possible that, that he just, uh, no, no, uh, then same day, uh. Like, nah, bro, it's not happening. So it's so many lies and this shit coming out. It's so many lies. Yeah, so many lies. All right. So look, man, look, <laughs> that is season one of Teenage Bounty Hunters, man. I am done with this episode. I am really, really glad to be done with this episode, too. This is, I'm not going to lie, I actually, I didn't really like the series at first, but I actually wound up growing, you know, a little accustomed to it. It's not one of the ones that I can literally just watch, 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 and just be super into and stuff like that, like like Umbrella Academy or something. That's more of my speed and stuff. But this is a pretty good one, too, you know, and I like the twist in it, you know, and I like, and I like it. So I give it, I give it a good something. Good Sam, you know what I'm saying? Good Sam, yeah, good seven. But anyways, I'm going to get up out of here, man. Look, man, this has been a Teenage Bunny Hunter review, man. And coming from yours truly, A.C. Slater on Evo Podcast. Be tuned for the next movie or show review. It's coming out this week. Let's get it, man. Go live your life.